The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 877. Today, it's a Clone Wars briefing. I'm looking at Hunt for Zero. This is episode 9 of season 3 of the Clone Wars TV series. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Alvin Johnson with the 501st Legion, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and for as much as I'm just not a fan of Zero of the Hut, I gotta say, this one at least comes to a satisfying conclusion. Of course, all of these Clone Wars briefings episodes assume that you have either seen the episode and don't care about spoilers, or that you haven't seen the episode and don't care about spoilers, so I'm just going to cut to the chase right away and say, Zero's dead! Zero is dead, and I hope to high heaven there aren't any more flashback episodes that have Zero the Hut in them. But that's not the only redeeming quality of this episode. There's also the introduction of Quinlan Voss, the original cowboy Jedi. But before we get into that, I have to get into the deal with the episode, which is this. So we had Evil Plans that we talked about last week, which was a prequel to the Season 1 episode, A Hostage Crisis, in which Cad Bane broke Zero the Hut out of prison on Coruscant. And so this episode, Hunt for Zero, is a sequel to Hostage Crisis and brings us now into the present day. With the escape of Zero the Hut, the Jedi Temple has decided, well, that can't stand, and so the Council has sent Obi-Wan Kenobi along with Quinlan Voss to go capture Zero and hopefully Cad Bane as well. And Obi-Wan is none too pleased with the pairing, as evidenced by his conversation with Commander Cody. Sir, you seem troubled. Uh, Quinlan Voss has that effect. Ah, yes. That Jedi has quite a reputation. Maybe overstating it, Cody. Let's just say he's crazy. Which, of course, sets up Quinlan Voss's dramatic entrance as he leaps down from a Republic gunship. And, yeah, from the start, the casual, the swagger, the everything. Listen to this. Hey, Commander, looking good? Kenobi, you look worse for wear. How's Temple life? Good to see you, too. Yes, well, if you could tell time half as well as you could stick a landing, we wouldn't be behind schedule now, would we? Well, that's your opinion, man. Let's get down to business. Now, I, for one, thought that was hysterical. It's already starting off to be the best Felix and Oscar odd couple style pairing I've ever seen in the Clone Wars. This is awesome. You can tell that Obi-Wan is just not having it. And again, this is when Star Wars, I think, is at its best when there's conflict between the characters, even the characters that are working toward the same goals. So they head off to Nal Hutta, where the Hut Council hangs out, the homeworld of the Huts, which is just about as disgusting a planet as you would expect it to be. And in the main entertainment chamber, I guess, where all these Hut Council folks are hanging out, there's a musical number going on that I was shocked to 
think to myself, wow, this reminds me of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom in that opening, and then to go to the episode guide on Wikipedia after that and see that it was specifically inspired by that dance routine. Like, they have a whole musical number in the cartoon, which is highly unusual. But very fun and different for the season and the series in general. I mean, this season... I would say this episode almost steps out away from the season, just in terms of the things that it does. Like, there's a playfulness about it that I don't think has been present so far in season three. And we get to see the first instance of psychometry, that awesome Jedi talent that Quinlan Voss has, where he's able to touch an object that someone has recently touched and get a vibe for who's been holding it and under what circumstances it had been used. And that's how they figure out that Zero the Hutt has been on Null Hutta, even though the Hutt Council suggests otherwise. Meanwhile, in the musical number, the Willie Scott of the day is actually Cy Snoodles of all characters. Cy Snoodles from Return of the Jedi in Jabba's Palace. Absolutely outrageous. And even more outrageous that she's been carrying on a love affair with Zero the Hut, which ugh, just, you know, ugh, ugh, gives me all kinds of shudders of disgust, but, you know, teach their own, I guess. The little guy, the moral, the signpost, if you will, at the beginning of the episode says love comes in all shapes and sizes, so I guess that's what we're supposed to be thinking of here. Psy breaks Zero out of his prison. Yes, the Huts have thrown him into captivity there on Nalhutta, and Zero goes to the one place that Gardula the Hut would never expect him to go, supposedly, and that's to his mother. If you thought there was a more disgusting Hut then Jabba the Hutt, if you ever thought there was possibly one more disgusting than Zero or any of the others, it has to be Mama the Hutt. Yeah, that's not the best name. I agree. You know, they probably could have come up with something a little more creative than Mama the Hutt. But, ooh, they were really good with amping up the disgusting factor on her. Absolutely more blobbish and gross than any other hut you've ever seen, with crazy little remora-like creatures crawling all over her, flies all around, the stink of her hut. Oh, gosh. They really did some good follow-through on that. Everything except the naming, of course. So Zero convinces Mama to swap his swamp speeder for her starship because he has to get to a place where he has hidden a holo diary that details all of the criminal activity of the Hut Council. And so this is why Zero the Hut has been such an important pawn between both the Huts and the Jedi and essentially the Republic too. Meanwhile, the Huts find out Zero has escaped and sick Cad Bane on the job again. Cad's kind of sick of this job, but hey, the money's good, so he's going to do it. Long story short, they end up on Teth, all the groups do. Zero with Psy, Cad Bane with his droid, and Obi-Wan with Quinlan Voss. But it turns out, in a surprise twist, that Psy Snoodles is working for Jabba the Hutt, and once she gets her hands on the Holo Diary, she kills Zero and beats feet. Cad Bane arrives after Psy has gone, much to his disappointment. The Jedi arrive while he's still there, though, and while Cad tries to say, Hey, I guess we better let bygones be bygones. This is all over now. Obi-Wan says, Haven't you forgotten about <laughs> this, that, and the other? And Cad Bane says, Oh, yeah, and I forgot. The Separatists are paying a bunch of money for the heads of Jedi. So a protracted fight between Quinlan Voss, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Cad Bane, and his little flying robot ensues, which is one of the better fight scenes that we've had in a long time in the Clone Wars. I have to say, of all the times that Cad Bane has taken on Jedi, I haven't really found it entirely convincing 
how he performed. You know, it seemed like the Jedi should have had an easier time with him and that he only got away because they needed him to get away from a story perspective. I haven't really been utterly sold on it. This time, though, I was. And I gotta applaud the fight choreography on this one because it's some of the best that I've seen so far in Clone Wars. Ultimately, Cad does get away. Without his hat, though, he loses his signature hat in the process. The fact that is bound to annoy him later on, I imagine. But to avoid getting caught in the backwash from the engines as Cad takes off in his ship, Obi-Wan and Quinlan end up hanging off the edge of a rock face, leading Obi-Wan after Cad Bane has departed to deliver this line to Quinlan. I never did enjoy hanging out with you. Yeah, it's a bit punny and on the nose, but... I love that stuff in small doses. I mean, I'm the guy who laughed hysterically in Attack of the Clones when R2 was dragging 3PO's head on the ground in the Genosian arena, and Anthony Daniels says, This is such a drag! But <laughs> I don't know why, it just it gets me. In small doses, I think it's appropriate, and so I'm glad they had that little moment in this one as well. That's as opposed to a moment earlier in the episode between Psy Snoodles and Zero the Hut, where Psy is confessing her deep love for Zero, and we get this exchange. I only care about us being together forever. You, you really mean that? From the bottom of my fluid sack. <gasps> oh, gosh. <laughs> There's something just so wrong, so disgusting about that line i can't even deal with it oh all right i hate to end on a note like that but that's what we got here so i'd love to hear your thoughts on the episode and if you were pleased with the end of the zero the hut arc please chime in with your comments at the blog post for the show's episode at sw7x7.com i've got trivia for you on the other side of the break so stay tuned hey rebel rouser you're listening to this podcast maybe you'd like to listen to a star wars story too Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. Welcome back. I've got your trivia question for you. This is a rebellion, isn't it? Well, it's certainly a rebel-sympathizing podcast. Maybe not a full-fledged rebellion, but I guess we'll see after Rogue One. Last time I asked you who plays Captain Phasma, Maz Kanata, and Lorsan Tekka, and they are Gwendolyn Christie, Lupita Nyong'o, and Max von Sydow. Today's question, who plays Snap Wexley, Admiral Statura, two of J.J. Abrams' favorite folks, and the stormtrooper who gets mind-controlled by Rey. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go out into an asteroid cave, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans, become a patron of the show at patreon.com SW7x7. It doesn't feel like rock, it's destiny unleashed. podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.